Welcome to TC Tiawi Talks, Tia Chucha Centro Cultural, located on Tataviam land in the northeast San Fernando Valley, is rooted in ancestral knowledge, culture, the arts, literacy, and social justice as a means to personal and communal transformation. It is a place where hearts and minds have united for change for over 19 years. Join us as we share the stories of personal transformation and our understanding of the world that unites us as a community. We must remember that another world has always been possible. Tiawi, a Nahuatl word for adelante, to move forward. Like a spiral, together we move towards a better future, cognizant of the resiliency we carry from our past. Welcome, welcome everyone. My name is Andrea and I am a program coordinator here at Tia Chucha Centro Cultural and tonight I am your Tiawi Talks talk show host. I'm being joined by three amazing mujeres that I'm really glad to call my friends. And today we're talking all about Small Business Saturday, how the Hearts and Hands Mercadito got started at Tia Chucha's and also what it means to be a creative entrepreneur today and what it takes. So um, thank you guys for being <laughs> here. I'm really excited. It's been a while since I've been with all the three of you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having us. Thank you, Andrea, for offering the space and inviting us to talk uh, for the Tiawi podcast. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. It was a good excuse, right? <laughs> <laughs> to bring so, um, so I really want to highlight you through you three because uh, I've had the opportunity to work with you guys and I've learned so much throughout what it means to organize and what it means to have your own business. Um, so if you could introduce yourself, uh, what you do and anything um, you feel is important to say for your little intro, uh, yeah, please do so whoever wants to go first. Uh, I'm Maggie Uribe, and I am one of the co-organizers for Hearts and Hands Mercadito here at Tia Chuchas. I also work at a local middle school here in the valley, and I also facilitate uh, part-time for Tia Chuchas when they need me. Hi, everyone. My name is Karina Ceja. I am the, I guess, owner and creator behind Brown Girl Fly, and uh, I work uh, with the Achuchas as well. I am their coordinator for the Celebrating Words Festival. Um, so I do um, full-time jewelry making and then uh, consulting with the Achuchas. And I think that's it. Well, hi everybody. Buenas noches. Um, my name is Alexis Montoya, also known as Lechis. Um, I'm also the co-organizer for Hands and Hearts Mercadito um, here at the Achuchas and I am a parent educator as a full-time uh, working, uh, thankfully, at, at, at my home. Uh, and uh, yeah, um, I just work with families and children, and I'm very happy to be here. Thank you, Andrea, once again. Thank you. So I know at some point you three have had your own business, and I want to learn more about that. I've known you three, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this already, but for about three years, and I feel like I know you so well, but at the same time, it's only been three years. I don't know your past, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and I've heard many stories uh, at different occasions when we do the Hearts and Hands Mercadito, like when that started, and we'll talk a little bit about that later, but um, I want to know more about what led you down this path of being um, 
connected to organizing and then being um, able to start your own business at some point, why you started it. So if you, if someone would like to share their journey with that, um, take the floor. Oh, I can start. Um, oh my goodness. So um, it all started back in college, um, season time, you know, season time, uh, Coster Northridge. That's where I was, um, I had the opportunity to meet my, my, my really good friend, Seha, and um, she, uh, you know, um, I mean, I guess she, she can talk about it too, but in, during, the, in the, during those years, she started making, you know, that's, why, that's how she started Arte Pipir is Nice, and I'm sure she's gonna talk more about the name and how she started, but uh, so that's, you know, I got involved with, uh, with Mecha, um, that's how I started, you know, uh, learning about organizing on campus and also kind of organizing in the community. Um, but um, I, and because of Seha, um, I, I also got uh, introduced to jewelry making. Um, so after I, I graduated from CSUN, I, you know, just to, um, to help myself financially, I guess. Uh, she encouraged me to start making my own jewelry. Uh, so I started like playing around with wire, uh, you know, bought my tools. Um, and then little by little, I started kind of like teaching myself how to make different, you know, um, rings, earrings. Uh, um, so yeah, so since then, I guess I graduated in 09. So maybe maybe like a year after that, I started like doing jewelry making, um, and then since then, maybe until like maybe was it this year or yeah, I think this year I I, I had to stop just because you know I I started uh, doing other things you know that I needed to um, to focus a little bit more on. So, but um, I mean I'm really thankful that. You know, I got to meet, uh, you know, Seha and, and other great people like Maggie and Andrea, right? Through all these, uh, like, organizing years. And, uh, yeah, that's that's how I started pretty much. Thank you, Thank I guess I'll, I'll backpack on, on your story. Um, so my, my journey goes back to, I want to say, 15 years ago. Um, I started making... You know, a, an old friend of mine, it was a neighbor, her mom came in and showed us like uh, these little earrings she made. And I was like, what, you can make your own earrings? And it's like, yeah, there's everything at the store, Michael's, right? So you could buy everything. And I literally went into the store. I bought my own materials. I bought my tools and I made a batch of jewelry, took it to school. I was also in Mecha where I met Lechis. Um, sold them, right? I'm like, hey, I'm selling earrings. Anybody want to check them out? And then uh, little by little, people kept asking me for more. People were like, hey, do you have any more earrings? I was like, oh, I guess this is a thing. Like, I could keep doing this, right? And um, and at the time, I, I did, you know, have financial aid. I wasn't working because I was also organizing full-time uh, student activist. And so this was my way to kind of uh, have some extra income. And so I kept doing it. I got introduced to vending and tabling through Mecha, through like all the events we organized, right? Like we would always get vendors. So I was like, oh, I could table too and I could bring my stuff. And so um, that's how, that was kind of my, my early beginnings. But jewelry making had always been really like a hobby, sometimes a side hustle. 
and you know i graduated i um i got a job i got an office job that i was really lucky to get you know i was there for a really long time it was really well paid um but it's not what i wanted to do you know and so seven years passed and i was still doing jewelry off and on with lechis um through arte pipiri's knife and we would go vend right it was like a normal thing but we were also like not do it sometimes so it was just really something we did sometimes right and and it was fun when we did it um and then uh come that uh, at the end of that that job you know i'll straight up say it i got fired um <laughs> i got fired and and you know at the time, <laughs> sorry, yeah, sorry. it's okay because i'm like i can't i can't it, it almost was like a blessing in disguise because I remember that my boss at the time, you know, she kind of mentioned something like, I know you don't want to be here, you know, because mm. I literally would sit in that office sometimes and daydream about what I wanted to do with my business and with my jewelry and with my art, you know, and I'm definitely a slow, like a slow bloomer. I don't know what you call it. What do you, uh, a whatever. Late bloomer. A late bloomer. And I, I grow slowly and I, you know, I, I'm very strategic about my steps and all those things. Right. But it's taken me a long time to get where I'm at, but I'm definitely grateful for my journey. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, mm -hmm. so that was literally the catalyst to, you know what? Like, I don't have a job and I need to do this. Like, this is the moment. And I remember just starting to build a website. It wasn't even like, I'm going to go on Etsy. I was like, no, I want my own thing. I started working on a website. I didn't even know how to do that. And I just jumped on it um, and really just envisioned what you know what I wanted to do how I wanted to do it and was like I want to do this full time how can I get to this place you know and then um yeah and then that's kind of our journey I used to do Arte Pipiri's Nice with Lechis um Lechis is really focused on her career so you know I I, we, I switched the name to Brown Girl Fly which is what it is now and so I did a whole rebranding I did a whole like you know, just kind of re-envisioning what my future was and mm -hmm. what my dream was with mm -hmm. Brown Girl Flight, and that's where I'm at now. <laughs> I love how how most artists are always like, oh, when should I quit my job and go freelance? <laughs> and they're so scared about doing that. And, well, you got that job done for you. Capitalism <laughs> yeah. and, and is real, though. <laughs> yeah, but it, it just goes to show how, like, you kind of have to take those risks those mm -hmm. risks risks sometimes yeah. or you kind of like it's not until you're like just thrown in the pool sometimes mm -hmm. that 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 is made possible it's mm -hmm. like it's now or nothing mm -hmm. type of thing and that's mm -hmm. really cool and yeah i just want to mention that i got really lucky in meeting lechis in her final years of creating or maybe there'll be more for mm -hmm. like special edition mm -hmm. earrings but i'm lucky to have your earrings oh yeah yeah so for myself as luna inspirations i um i really started because uh I, I think it's similar to how a lot of creatives start with their businesses and or their like side hustles is you know you need a you need something to make money you need a way to hustle you need to find a, a way to find some stability and so i had just dropped out of college uh back in 2013 and I had, I was spending a lot of time with one of my femtors, one of my sisters, uh, Rita Naranjo, and she's the business owner of, of many. And she is just like super amazing, incredible woman. She does incredible work down in San Diego, North County, San Diego. So big love to her and like shout out to her because I love her a lot. But she was definitely one of my, my first like teachers in, in jewelry making. And I just felt that it was something that 
this is so beautiful. This is something I can do, right? But it wasn't until a couple of months later that uh, one of my good college friends had graduated from um, school and I really wanted to gift her something meaningful. And so I had purchased these earrings and they just weren't like the quality that I would have, I would have, um, something I wouldn't have like sold to somebody, right? They weren't like the best quality. And so I told my friend, you know what? Like, let's go to the store. Let's go find the materials and I'll make you some. And she was like, really? I'm like, yeah, I'll make you some. And so that was my first pair. That's how I started. I just started, I just like busted out a pair and she was like, you know, you could really sell these. You could like have a side hustle. Mm -hmm. And at that time, you know, I was just like, what? Like, no, I don't know. And then I was only, I was working, you know, 30 hours a week. Back then they were paying like $10 an hour. Mm -hmm. Like it was just like not sustainable, you know, especially in LA where everything like rent is super expensive, you know, everything's it's just expensive to live in LA. And so, um, yeah, I just, I had a, I had a bunch of support and community support and my really good friend Rebecca at the time she she was like you know like you can do this let's do this and so I just mm. I just kind of started I just kind of started and and it blew up like it blew up like I have I had an amazing community of online vendors and online uh friends right and so they just kept supporting me and promoting me and tagging me and it just it just it was really it's really really like it was really beautiful to see the power of community and to and to just know that you could create something and because people believe in you and believe in your work it just it just went from there and it created a life of its own and um and yeah i just i you know i i when i think about luna inspirations and i think about the the earrings and i think about the work it's just it's intentional you know like i make earrings for folks who want to just rock like big beautiful earrings you know like they're in your face they're loud they're vibrant um you know the other the there's smaller pieces as well that that I make and but those are still vibrant and and colorful and I you know they just look so look so good on like black and brown faces you know so it's just for me it's like it's a huge blessing and and um and I love it and I love it and I wish I could dedicate more time to it but it's kind of you know in the case of Lecce's where you know you have other responsibilities that you have to take care of and right now I'm I'm doing school full-time and I work full-time so Luna Inspirations kind of takes a back seat but it's something that I'm always thinking about. I'm always thinking about, I'm always thinking about, oh, I should look at fabrics. Oh, I should look at earrings. Oh, how would this look? Um, I should take photos and things like that. So it's just, for me, being a being a creative or, or having Luna Inspirations as, as something to fall back on, it's just, it's, for me, it's so meaningful because I get to, I get to create abundance. I get to create something. I get to create something with my own two hands. And so for me, it's just, it's a huge blessing and and to know that you know everybody in this room right now owns one or more pairs of the earrings that i create right for me it's just it's it's wild to me to know that there's earrings that i've created in mexico you know and there's earrings that i've created in canada so it's for me it's like it's just so beautiful to know that you can create something and people can love it and support you with it and you can support yourself with it right and then of course right we're going to talk more about the mercadito but i i feel that all of that's connected all of that's connected you're creating something more than just yourself and and for your community and for your loved ones and so yeah that's what i wanted to share <laughs> thank you yeah i mean and i think that's what you all have um in common with your businesses at least um that's what i noticed with arte pipiris nice with lechis and karina um and and you maggie y'all all have this you you have more than the talent because you have also built the relationships with people at Teatruchas and I'm sure beyond mm -hmm. outside of Teatruchas. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that has really 
worked in your favor like building community and that wasn't i don't know if that was intentional i feel like that's just who y'all are mm -hmm. you're very welcoming to everyone and community is at the core of your work and just also your activism the organizing and i feel like that goes into the products you make as well and we'll go into what small mm -hmm. business saturday is and all of that but i feel like that's why your businesses have been so successful and now Brown Girl Fly. Um, and going into that, going into community being the core of, of your work or small business, um, I want to talk about the Hearts and Hands Mercadito and how what that is for those who don't know, um, how it started and maybe how you all even know each other because I, I don't know if it relates to the Hearts mm -hmm. and Hands Mercadito. I think we started like our friendship because uh, I think with Brown, with our, well, f formerly at the Pipiri is nice. Um, I think it started because we would catch each other at the same vending events, no? Mm -hmm. And 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 we would just kind of, and then we realized that we were neighbors, practically neighbors. And then um, yeah, just I, I, if I recall, it just kind of stemmed from there, right? And mm -hmm. I was always kind of like peeking back on on at the Pipiri is nice, like, hey, can I come vend with y'all? You know, mm -hmm. and like, can we be vend vending like neighbors and things like that? So mm -hmm. I think that's really where it stemmed from. Yeah. And was that at the Achuchas or other vending events? I think I think um, the intention with this first kind of like um, with this first uh, Hearts and Hands Mercadito was to have something in the valley, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. something that that that's very um, common for people that are from the valley is that everything is so centralized in LA, right? Everything is mm -hmm. centralized in in downtown or in the like the outer areas of Los Angeles uh, city proper. And I think this was an intention put out for us to have something here in the Valley um, for the local vendors here, right? And so to kind of like use this this as a way to create space for ourselves and our community and, you know, the people we've met along the way, right? When we've been vending, um, you know, and new people too, because I think that was, that was also the goal was to bring in the folks that not necessarily have an IG or already have a following, it was like, who do we know? Who can we bring together, right? Mm -hmm. And then it was also, we talked about femme-centered, right? Mm -hmm. so yes. The yeah, the first Mercadito was all all femme or, or women-identified vendors, mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah, the first Mercadito happened in 2016 uh, during um, Christmas, uh, you know, and the intention too was to, you know, bring all self-identified mujeres uh, to come and, you know, showcase their work um, and, you know, sell to the community, right? Um, and I feel like that's the first time I started organizing with Maggie. Mm -hmm. um, but it's funny how it works that you, Andrea, that you kind of mentioned this community, right? Like network, right? Um, that is kind of like really, like a really important part of it mm -hmm. because um, you know, how, you know, my organizing history with like Mecha and I feel like a lot of the people that are vendors today, I met them through Mecha or, or, or school somehow, right? Like we created these long lasting relationships and then I feel like that's how kind of we started like those connections. Um, and also through like vending, right? Like through different vending um, events. Uh, but the first Hearts Enhanced Mercadito, um, you know, they were like, you know, we invited mujeres that, you know, that we knew and then even new, new vendors that, you know, we, you know, we were like really interested in their, in their work. And, um, 
and two to you know to to kind of like step away from you know big corporations and kind of like encourage community to come and and support you know our, the vendors or like one another right so um and i think that's how everything started and then i think the idea came from maggie and and seha and then uh another good friend christy sandoval mm -hmm. she um she kind of had the, she she well because we we're looking for venues right and then uh she kind of like um new people that could like you know lend us the space um but yeah that i think that's how it kind of started little by little so i don't know if you want to yeah i'm trying to remember yeah christy yeah. christy's a local muralist here from pacoima and um is the she's very well connected with like just like folks in san fernando and i don't know if maybe we looked in other places but san fernando just seemed to be like that central space that we were central find, huh? mm -hmm. And yeah, and so uh, one of uh, her people that she knows is a property owner there. So we borrowed a space, and that's kind of where that's where we had it mm -hmm. that first year. Yeah, that the first, first year. year. Yeah. So how did it end up at the Achuchas? <laughs> I think it was yeah. So so the I think the name might have came from me. Because mm -hmm. I and I can credit Luis Rodriguez from his book <laughs> because I, you know, I, I know his work. I know I've been working with the Achuchas forever. And that was the first thing that came to mind was like, right, we create with our hands, but also with our hearts. Right. Everything, you know, like like Maggie was saying, everything we do is out of like out of our own identities and our love and um, our ideas and creativity, which is, you know, it's really special for people to really any artist right can can relate to that and um so i think did we take a break or something happened that i don't know if like the next year it was like a whole year mm -hmm. and then mm -hmm. you know we no longer we not we didn't necessarily want to go back to work with the same person um at the property so we were like where do we go with this and mm -hmm. i'm like well the name is hearts and hands like the achuchas is there i'm mm -hmm. like let's just bring it together and i think at the time i was still organizing um the event with lechis and maggie so um we brought it here mm -hmm. and that was also a really amazing event it's very mm -hmm. successful yeah. i don't know if you was that was that a was that a winterlandia what was that the first one the first, the first Hearts oh, and Hands no. Mercadito had TC. I think it was its own it was event. Its own. It was its yeah. own. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just we filled up. We packed up the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it, you know, like Seha say, it was because you know, um, we, you know, we didn't. Um, I guess we didn't. Um, you know, wanted to work with like somebody else. You know, like, uh, and then there were like a lot of restrictions. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and then it's the city of San Fernando, which is already really picky with things. And it was just, you know, <laughs> so we're like, okay. And, and Seha was right, right? Like, Teatrucha is there. And I feel like we, in the beginning, we might have not thought about it just because, you know, uh, we couldn't envision it because of the space, mm -hmm, maybe, mm -hmm. um, the location, you know, um, but I mean, you know, we, we the opportunity came up. Yeah, yeah. it came the up and then came up. we, we had it here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was just, I remember the opportunity came up with, with having a Mercadito and to promote, to promote having, um, folks come and with the intention of supporting smaller businesses. 
and then also just I think it just worked out and it just was always meant to be here mm-hmm. at TC because you know as as folks who have been living or organizing forever in the valley and and just having TC as a place as a space that welcomed right that mm-hmm. type of uh, environment and welcomes like a creative economy and to support in that way I think it was just always kind of meant to be you yeah. know and I think that that first and it showed that first mm-hmm. time that people came you know we did pack the house mm-hmm. and people you know were it was packed from beginning to end and I think that that's what people really needed and people lacked was their own local you know artesano organized uh, artesana organized uh, you know mercado and yeah. place and I think that and I think that it just kind of created its it just kind of created its own momentum from mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. after that, we planned, I think it was, um, what was it? Well, it was started, it April one? It started during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then it went to Small Business Saturday. Uh-huh. Because, you know, uh, you know, with all that craziness of, like, Black Friday, right? Yeah. Um, and then, like, why not have it on on Small Business Saturday, right? Mm-hmm. To, um, to, again, to encourage community to support community, right? So, yeah. um and then ever since then, uh, you know, so we would have it on in November, you know, the last weekend of November, um, and then twice during December. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. Before, that's before right. <laughs> the last minute, there was a last minute yeah. holiday sale. So be- that's right. Yeah, before, uh, you know, Christmas and then after Christmas, mm-hmm. or no, last yeah. minute last Christmas minute. shopping, and then after that, maybe like, in the spring, uh-huh, in the right? spring. Uh, for like Mother's Day, no? Something for Valentine's? Like yeah, I don't Valentine's. know. <laughs> no, Valentine's Day was after. after that that was like cool. an after idea. We were like, oh, we should do something yeah. for Valentine's Day. Yeah. You yeah, know? So. And, but it was always with the intention of having folks come out and support mm-hmm. creative vendors, create yeah. artesanos, you know, and just keep, keep the community dollar in the community pocket, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you buy from Kohl's, Target, I mean, not, not to knock those places, right? I buy from those places all the time, right? Yeah. But it's like, yeah. when you support your community and you support your neighbor, you know, mm-hmm. you're literally supporting their family, you're supporting their friends, you're supporting everybody. Yeah. And then, so I think that's why, I think that's why with that intention, that's why it was able to be so successful and mm-hmm. thrive. Yeah. You know? And because people, people felt that. Yeah. And people were getting super unique pieces mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. like all kinds of stuff, yeah. you know, from jewelry mm-hmm. to like, prints mm-hmm. uh what else like herbs you know yeah. um, handmade like soaps teas mm-hmm. t-shirts yeah. Yeah. and so I, <laughs> I think i think that people really people did value that i think people came and saw the environment and saw just the vibe and i think and i do truly believe that people did value that and that's mm-hmm. why people kept coming back and waiting mm-hmm. and, and waiting and when's the next one when's mm-hmm. the next one and also vendors i feel vendors many times it was their first time vending yeah. at hearts and hands mercadito yeah. and i remember and it, to me it just felt so good because they were like i had such a good time you know i i really felt you know the warmth and welcomed and tc is so right and it was always the first time being at tc you know so it was just mm-hmm. kind of like all in all we were able yeah. to to create a dynamic for tia chuchas and for the mercadito yeah. that i feel has really rippled and thankfully been able to we've been able to have mercaditos from then on yeah yeah and i i remember too like i mean we you know i always give props to tc Mm because they've been so welcoming to all these creative ideas um and i don't think that i don't think mike or melissa hesitated Mm -hmm. to accept Mm -hmm. it and be like let's try it but i remember too something that was also important was to bring traffic for the bookstore here Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. so 
highlight the creative economy and and the vendors and the creators and also right in a time of like amazon it's hard to it's hard to um you know to challenge that and mm-hmm. i think you know um uh independent bookstores here in the valley are very like minimal if anything maybe almost non-existent right mm-hmm. and so um it was very much like a partnership of like okay let's let's create this space for all the vendors, all the folks that are starting up, all the folks that want to, you know, live off their art. And also let's create some traffic for the bookstore, right? To like make sure that the books are being sold and books are being read. And, you know, so it's it's all a collaboration with community and for community. So mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah, I mean, y- y'all already touched on some of the other things I was going to mention too, which mm-hmm. is great, right? Because it's all interconnected, why it's important mm-hmm. and how... Um, this all came about. Going back to what you said about bringing attention to TC, I really have seen that throughout this short time I've been here. Small Business Saturday, which is the Saturday after Black Friday, has always been popular here, or at least, you know, as of the last three years that mm-hmm. I've seen. <laughs> and and then also the probably the weekend before Christmas, the holidays is when it gets really packed. And a lot of the people that come are different than the people that we usually get for our music classes or for a bookstore. And it's really great that we get to have different people come in, even from Los Angeles, which mm-hmm. is really cool to me because, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, usually people go to L.A. And that used to be my mm-hmm. way of thinking as well, coming back from college, thinking, oh, the Valley, like, what's there to do here? Mm-hmm. And now the Hearts and Hands Mercadito, that's like the cool thing that happens seasonally here. And I, I always thought that was really cool. And I, I pride myself for working here and working with y'all for putting this on because mm-hmm. we really have seen some really talented people come this way. And, and like you said, Maggie, it's people that have never vended before. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like the Hearts and Hands Mercadito really highlights like gives opportunities to folks and gives them the encouragement to even try something, right? Mm-hmm. To like, it's possible for you to apply to Mercadito and at liter- literally like low cost, right? Mm-hmm. Um, folks, Super. vendors um, give Tia Chucha the donation, which goes back to us to continue our free to low cost programming. And and really they, they most of them make what they, mm-hmm. the donation that they pay. It's um, so it's really a great win for us mm-hmm. all. So. Yeah, I just I wanted to mention or like go back on what you said, Andrea, about vendors always have or seeing that vendors always have to go out to L.A. I think that's also a huge reason why we decided to have the Mercadito here in the Valley, because we always we were always hearing those comments. Oh, where are you from? Where are you from? Oh, we're from the Valley. Oh, that's so far. And you'd be like, wait, (laughs) this is far for us, too. You know, like we're coming all the way from the Valley. And so I think I think that's super important to to also highlight and, and uplift that, you know, you don't have you can create spaces in your own community and people will come, mm-hmm. you know, people will come and they will they will seek out those spaces. So I just I wanted to uplift that as well, because I think it's super important to mention. Yeah, yeah. I also I also want to add to that. Um, so I remember the very first community mercadito I ever did was at my mom's house. And it was with, do you remember that? It was with like <laughs> Rosalilia was making earrings at the time. So it was like, just like, it was just a couple oh of God. people. Because I used oh to be God. a part of this like newsletter thing. So we were like, let's do oh, something cool and radical, uh-huh. right? And it was like, that okay, was so we're cool. just going to post up. And not a lot of people came. 
like almost like nobody came but we had a blast like mm-hmm. we had a freaking blast so also if you do something and people don't come keep doing it right yeah. it's like yeah. that's where yeah. i started that's that was the first time we did outside of like the institution of mm-hmm. of the university and mm-hmm. it it was it was great it was yeah. great you know i don't think i sold yeah. anything but yeah. it was fun no. <laughs> and that also kind of makes me think of uh the life of uh, of vending right mm-hmm. um you know when you go out and uh, you know, you post, you know, your, you know, your stuff on the table, you're ready. And then there, there could be times where you sell a lot. And then mm-hmm. there could be times where you don't sell, you know, at all. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, <laughs> so it's, it has these ups and downs. Right. And then you, you have to drive all the way to LA, you know, like drive, gas, gas money. And then you have to eat, right. The food money. And then, you know, you don't really sell anything. Um, and then I think that's another and that was another intention for hearts and hands to you know to have that you know to not make it so expensive mm-hmm. for vendors mm-hmm. to come and you know give a small donation right that everything goes back to Tia Chuchas and the pro- programming uh, because there could be a lot of you know other community events that you know really charge a lot of money and then you know you 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 can make ends meet because you know you know you have to buy food you know gas and whatever. Um, but I feel like we have been really good at uh, setting up a good price for, you know, for, for to make it affordable for them. And then so they can make a, you know, profit as mm-hmm. well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And so I, I feel like I've seen a lot of people embark in their own journeys of making their own little businesses out of their own art forms, whether that's jewelry making or, or art, you know, prints or selling their own zines have y'all seen that um have you seen more of it lately and if you have why do you think that is what's going on because <laughs> people want to be their own bosses i mean that and because you know i don't know i feel like um i, I can also think about the time i started doing it too you know right because uh, you know i'm undocumented and then right after you know college i didn't find a job right away so that's when Seha came in. She's like, you know what? Start making jewelry, right? And you can make some money from it. And then it did, you know, it did help me a little bit, you know, here and there. And and I feel like that's that's kind of like a, a mentality, right? That people are starting to, like, pick up. We're like, okay, well, uh, you know, I can make something so, you know, really nice and, and simple and then make good profit from it, right? Um, and then, like I said, you get to meet people. You, you know, you get to network and... Uh, I don't know. I think that something like that, maybe. I don't know. I think social media. I think, mm-hmm. you know, having been in the game for this long, um, social media has definitely been, been a really big um, stepping stone for people where that, like, you can post up, like, right? It doesn't mean, like, you have to organize something. and You just post up your pictures and people share them, right? You build so much faster on social media and mm-hmm. you get um this kind of like base of of customers and and supporters and people that love your work and i think because like the younger generations are also very much like um influenced by it or they're just so good at it that i think a lot of these folks are just like taking to it right and not that just only young people are doing it but i think it's 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 just something that's just readily available that we didn't have before i can't even remember when social media really blew up but i'm like damn it's 
it's really helped a lot of folks get you know their products out and their work um, uplifted mm-hmm. and so I feel like I, I give a lot of credit to social media for allowing this space for people to really like take their skill set and their trade and just run with it mm-hmm. you know but I agree I agree I think I think social media has provided the platform and the tools for folks to really engage in their own marketing and their mm-hmm. own logos so they're definitely creating their own online identity you know and so I think that's that empowers them that empowers them and that allows them to create you know their own just their own vision their own vision and so I think I think it's beautiful I really do think it's beautiful that folks have taken to social media have taken to uh, bending and things like that I think that um, I also think it's a, a part of us a part of our culture mm-hmm. as like you know South American Central American you know Mexican descent um, you know maybe folks who are born here in the States I think it's a part of our culture we've always had these sustainable connected marketplaces right mm-hmm. like the marketplace the other marketplace has been around for centuries you mm-hmm. know before mm-hmm. us before colonization and things swap like that meet. yeah the swap meet you know a lot mm-hmm. of folks say that I started at the swap meet you know and so I think that that's also something it's just in us it's mm-hmm. in us to mm-hmm. want to create community to want to create spaces to want to uplift each other and to you know not just be st- bogged down by the day-to-day to be creative to create more and so I, I really do think that it's in us and I think that social media has catapulted that a lot right so that we can share mm-hmm. uh, amongst ourselves but I definitely do think that that it's something that's always been in us to to be creative mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and y'all already shared a little bit about this but so for anybody who wants to start their own business what advice would you give them and what can they expect for this journey I think that I think that the more you the more you put yourself out there um you, that's really where you have to start for at least for me I feel like you have to really put yourself out there and say you know this is what I love to do this is what I love to create whether it be earrings whether it be t-shirts whether it be art and and take that risk and have faith in yourself I think that that's the biggest thing I think that people are like oh pues nadie me va a comprar nobody's gonna like my stuff mm-hmm. but it's really about saying well I love it you know well you know, I love it and I think it's beautiful and I think it's great and so if you if you feel that faith in your product and in what you're creating you can really put that faith out there into the world and and let people know um you know what you have to offer it really is what you have to offer so I feel that that's it is a risk it is a huge risk there's things that that hit and there's things that don't hit um you know there's folks that'll that'll want to maybe you know, kind of ride your coattails and, and do the same thing as you and things like that. But that's all a part of the, that's a part of the game. That's a part of it. And so I think that as long as you stay true to yourself and try to stay true to what you want to do and, and the vision that you have, I think that's, that's what sets you apart and create, makes you unique and it makes folks want to, want to buy your product and support you and, and promote you. And, um, but it's definitely a risk, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't curtail anyone from starting. Uh, I think that at least for myself, I've seen, I've had folks tell me, you know, because you, because of the work that you do and because of the, of, of the, you know, pieces that you create, it's, it's, um, encouraged me to do, to do my own. And so I think that that's, that's huge. That's huge. And so just to, I think it's also like a, what I like to say is like un ejemplo, right? Someone's giving you an example of something that's possible. So I think that that's also something that, that's a, that folks should look at that, look at examples in your community, look at examples of vendors that you looked towards and, and you know, really follow their examples and, and work towards a goal because you can, you really can. 
I, I just want to echo that real quick about putting yourself out there because I feel like I, I see that a lot. And even in myself, right, um, as a creative person, I feel like uh, there's people I know that, are, that I feel they're so talented and, and they want to start something like a business or they want to get out there in some way or the other. But they are too afraid to, to put themselves out there because they think that their people are going to think they're pretentious or like conceited for putting their stuff on social media. Mm. And it's, it's crazy how much fear we have and we're the only ones like holding ourselves back. Mm -hmm. Right. So I just wanted to echo that. And thank you for saying that, that you just have to put yourself out there. And also along with what Karina said of doing your own like mercadito or whatever you want to do, whatever goal you want to accomplish or dream you have, to just do it for yourself, right? And to have fun with it. And eventually that's going to take you where you need to be. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I would I would also say, I mean, I, I definitely echo that, um, what y'all are saying. Um, find your passion. Find your gift. Um, you know, I think, you know, coming, coming from, like, a university, right? Like, thinking I had a path that I wanted to do. I, I really just found so much... Um, of myself represented in my trade and in my craft that I love, I love, love, love just doing what I do. I love it. And I think that's the goal in life is to love whatever your job is, your career, anything, as long as you love it, I think that is like and definitely an ultimate goal. Um, I also would say to people, um, you know, there's uh, YouTube University uh, it's free 99 yes. you can learn so it. so much like there is very little that's not accessible right now through YouTube through social media right and it is a risk it is a leap and I say take it take it as you feel comfortable maybe you don't have to I've never just dove in that's not the type of person mm-hmm. I am but I've definitely taken my steps and have had my my you know my um what are they called? My um, those like huge, you know, moments where I'm like, okay, I'm doing the right thing. I'm going in the right direction, and so you know, find your community, um, find your people. Like whoever you already know is a maker or already know is doing something of what you like to do, reach out to them, ask questions. Like I, I love answering questions for folks. Um, people ask me sometimes even like, how do I start? And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know where to start to tell you. <laughs> and I really appreciate when it comes from people that I know. I think I've had folks like out of nowhere just hit me up and I'm like, oh my God, that's a lot. Like you're asking for a lot and I don't even know you, but just I'm tell like, them okay. to listen to this podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think from now on, right, I can refer them. So I think that, and so for me, what I'm trying to say is um, find your community, right? Find the people that, are close to you that are already doing it that are you know or even if it's like a degree away but start building that for yourself and like you know because those are the folks that are going to really hold you up and like push you forward and support the work that you do it's okay to be scared but do it anyway um you know be proud of your work like maggie said if you love it it's good enough for if it's good enough for you (laughs) it's good Mm -hmm. enough for the world you know and and it's definitely it's not as easy it's not as easy as like we're saying it but you know it's just a little bit encouragement for folks to really like i think for me like let's she said one of my early drives was i wanted to be my own boss right i i didn't want to have the boss i used to have back then in that <laughs> office so that's what, like i want to be my own boss right oh my god <laughs> but, 
<laughs> but yeah, and that's that was one of the goals, right? And I think that's a lot of people's goals. So, um, yeah. but yeah, yeah, find your find your craft. Yeah, and I feel like now in the time of a pandemic, right? Um, and social media, it's you know it's way different from back in the day, right? Like mid two thousands, early two thousands, right? And I feel like the opportunity to to create that network, it's it's there's more opportunities to do that, right? Um, and I think there's a, that already gives you like a step ahead towards, you know, creating that small business that you want to create, right? Um, and also I think, uh, and also kind of finding that balance, right? Like, cause you also don't want to overwork yourself and hate what you do, <laughs> right? Uh, uh, cause you know, you have so many orders and then something that you, <laughs> I think it happened to me a little bit, right? Because I was like, oh, my God, you know, uh, you have so many orders and you're like, oh, I have to make all these earrings. And then it wasn't, I, I wasn't enjoying it, you know, mm-hmm. and then I was wasting a lot of material because they wouldn't come out. My mind was just, I didn't have the right mindset. Um, so, so, yeah, I guess finding that balance as well. So, you know, something that you love doesn't become something that you hate at the end, right? So. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that, Lechi, because yeah, I know it's not easy. And I think I remember you sharing that with me and I was like, maybe you need to stop. <laughs> maybe it's not right now what you need to do, because I'm a really firm believer. Right. Yeah. If something doesn't make you happy, someone doesn't make you happy. You're out. You got to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I remember having that conversation. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it's not it wasn't easy because I know no. you I know you do like to do it. Yeah. Right. Um, but it wasn't it's not for right now. Yeah. Right? And, uh, yeah, I remember I would go to say hi, you know, like I would go down there to her studio and I'd be like crying almost, you know, I was like, no me sale, it's not coming out, you know, I hate it. And then, you know, <laughs> that's, you know, yeah. would have that talk. I was like, okay. And I think that that kind of made me understand that, you know, maybe that was not my thing anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but Lechis is still organizing at <laughs> yeah. the Achuchas, which I love. Yes. She stopped making earrings, but she is succeeding in her career and mm-hmm. now doing this the hearts and hands mercadito by the way is organized all volunteer mm-hmm. um they do it out of their hearts for tia chuchas and their community so bravo applause <laughs> to that <laughs> y'all are great um so yeah thank you for sharing i lastly i want to ask um why do you feel people should support local? Um, as you mentioned, Maggie, we shop at all these places like maybe Amazon, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of unavoidable sometimes, mm-hmm. especially like where we live. Sometimes it's access mm-hmm. to what's near us or what we need at the time. Sometimes it's price and mm-hmm. it's many factors, right? But when we can, why why do you encourage or do you, should we encourage people to support local and why? Always. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you can, like when you can, when you can do it, support local, support your local businesses. Uh, here in the Valley, we're super fortunate where we have a bunch of mom and pop shops um, at, our dis- at our disposal where we could literally walk to them. So it's just so important, as I mentioned before, to ensure that that, that money keeps coming into the community and keeps, you know, and it, because it's, it's about it's about knowing where you put your dollar at mm-hmm. you know it's about knowing where that money's going to you're you know you you support that you know paleteria that mom and shop owned paleteria down the block and you're supporting your fam you're supporting your neighbor your neighbor their family you're supporting 
their business that's probably been there for 20, 30 years, you know? So you're keeping somebody in the community that's always been there, especially during this times of gentrification where a lot of mom and pop shops are, are going out of business because the property owners are raising the rents, property owners are raising the taxes. The more you support local, the more you support independent vendors, creative vendors, you're, you're supporting their livelihoods and you're, and you're also ensuring that their businesses, you know, thrive and, and survive and have a longevity. You know, at least that's that's the way I see it, you know? No, yeah, it's, I agree. And, you know, like you said, Andrea, like, I think living in a time of, of like, these huge corporations making things so readily available, I think the challenge is, you know, and I'm not going to tell people, like, you know, even though I want to, but don't <laughs> don't shop at these X, Y, Z, but, but it's, like, it's about a balance, right? Mm-hmm. And I think there's a difference when, like, you know, you go to Marshall's and you buy a soap and it's really pretty and, you know, whatever, and you give it to someone. Um, and it's like, oh, thank you. Me got un cabón, you know, huele bonito. <laughs> and then there's, like, this this whole other part where you can buy a handmade soap, entirely handmade soap, and when the person opens it and they can appreciate it and then you tell them it's handmade, I think it takes that gift to a next level mm-hmm. of, like, intentionality and knowing, right, like, it's handmade, I bought it at Hearts and Hands Mercadito, and so that makes it, like, a hundred times more special, right, mm-hmm. because you you went out and you supported um, the local creative community, and there is so much intention with that, like Maggie said, knowing where you put your money is very important, especially nowadays, right, yes, you're going to go to Target because it's there, because it has things, but you also want to find that balance to make sure that when there is a pop-up somewhere, you're going to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to go because you're going to support it and keep it open. Just like the swap meet's important to all of us here in the community, these spaces are also important. You don't want to lose them, right? Mm-hmm. Even like space like at the Achuchas, you don't want to lose this bookstore ever. We don't want to lose it. We can't, you know, we can't afford that for our mm-hmm. own cultural and, you know, our survival. Mm-hmm. And so, so yeah, let's just be intentional and support if, You've never been to one, try it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's just, like, so much more special, you know, to, 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 to buy something from an artisan, right? A vendor, you know? And when you go to these, you know, mercaditos, you get to talk to them, mm-hmm. and then they tell you the story behind their product mm-hmm. or their, you know, their print, you know? And, you know, not only you're, you're buying and supporting their, their, you know, by buying their merch, their merch, but, you know, they get, you get to know them as well. And mm. like, like Seha say, you know, that creates a more, more like a, more of a more intentional relationship with the gift and then with the vendor as well. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think Another that's building community. Too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, I love that you bring that up. Cause I think that's, that's so important, right? Like being here and, you know, I haven't helped with the Mercadito for a couple years, um, but I've been a vendor and being able to like connect with the people that come, right? I've had people tell me like they can't believe that I made the stuff that's on the table. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's an honor to hear because I'm like, yeah, yeah like some of this stuff looks like you could have bought it <laughs> at some, you know, store, but it's like, no, this is entirely handmade products. And that to me is like the ultimate compliment right that people are like what you make this like <laughs> how right and it's it's just that connection you make with people when they're shopping i think that is for me as a maker i think that goes way above and beyond like right what you have online and what mm-hmm. you have it's all important but having that in that personal interaction <laughs> with people here at the space or any any vending gig you go to mm-hmm. 
I think it, it's so valuable, right? And like building that human connection and having those connections with each other. And, you know, I, I, there's so many reasons, but yeah. here's some of them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much yes. for joining me. Yes. <laughs> Bravo. This was awesome. I loved it. Thank you for having us. Yeah, I, I want to shout both of y'all, all of y'all out for being such great organizers and, again, for always welcoming every creative out there. Um, and yeah, you can find Brown Girl Fly, which is Karina's business on Instagram. And she also has a website. Um, we'll put those in the descriptions, but I'll give a, a quick name shout out. It's browngirl.fly and girl has two R's and then Luna Inspirations, which is Maggie's business is Luna underscore inspiration so you can find them on instagram and then lechi shout out to the org you work at yes. um do you want to shout them out or is, um, you want to keep it private it's okay well no uh it's a big agency child care research center um they're a huge organization here in the valley that uh, not only provides home visits to uh families you know uh here in the valley northeast valley uh, but they also do subsidies for childcare, which is very needed right now for you know working working families during the pandemic, especially. So, mm -hmm. yes. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you all for being here, and remember to shop local for the holidays, or try to right, or even try to to start your own business or make your own things to give your family. Mm -hmm. That's always really nice. I love, I love making like little handmade cards. Yeah. Small Business Saturday, I believe, is the twenty eighth of November, the the day after Black Friday. So remember, if you're gonna shop Black Friday. I, you know, that's fine, but <laughs> you could also remember to support your neighborhood, remember to support your artist friends and the vendors, and, and hopefully the Hearts and Hands Mercadito at Tia Chuchas comes back very soon. Right now, we're trying our best to be very safe during a pandemic, and thank you for being here, and we hope that you are all well. <laughs> thank you again for joining us. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow Tia Chuchas on social media. Please support our online bookstore. You can find the links in our podcast bio. Stay safe, stay creative. Tiawi.